Happy Tuesday, everyone, and you are listening to the Locked on Wildcats podcast. We are going to talk a lot about Jet Fish. We are going to talk a lot of Arizona football, what just happened, where we're at going forward. But let's get started here on Locked on Wildcats. You are Locked on Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for keeping it Locked On Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now. We're going to talk a lot of Arizona football. We are going to talk about jet fish. We're going to talk about a lot of different things right here. Now, first thing we want to get to is Arizona, North Dakota State. Where exactly we uh, where exactly we are right now? Um, and to be honest with you, um, and to be honest with you, there's a lot to get to. There's a lot to get to. All right, now. First thing that uh, first thing that I think we're going to talk about here is North Dakota State. All right. So with North Dakota State, the one thing you've got to keep in mind, and I keep telling people this all the time, is that you uh, North Dakota State came into this game feeling pretty good about themselves, and their fan base came in there, and you know, rightfully so. There's a lot of reasons for them to be feeling very good about themselves, and you know, we can break down a lot of those reasons. First of all. It's one of the better teams that you're going to come across. Uh, I don't think that there's any doubt about that. It's also a team, too, that you know exactly what they're going to do. They are going to run the ball right at you. And when they run the ball right at you, they are going to try to beat you up physically, and they're going to try to wear you down. Now, where I think what's fascinating to me about all of this, though, is that North Dakota State pulled a little bit of a – I don't know how to put this exactly, but North Dakota State, I think, outthought themselves a little bit. When they were driving towards the end of the game, you could tell that, all right, they wanted to get into a uh, – um, they wanted to get in there and they wanted to just march the ball right down the field. What happened, though, is certainly not something that I think that they envisioned happening, is that you went away from Hunter Lipke. I'm sorry. When it's fourth and two and you have Hunter Lipke there, you have to go for the jugular. You have to give your big man the ball and run right at him. That didn't happen. And watching the game up in the press box, I was like a lot of other people out there that I was thinking to myself um, that, okay, where, uh, you know, I'm thinking to myself, all right, um, what's going on here? Are you going to try to draw them off sides? Where, uh, Where exactly is this? And then, you see that they get Lipke and, or uh, they go with the Wildcat. And it's like, what are we doing here? And um, didn't work. Arizona goes down. And again, Arizona was able to make the plays. But I think what's fascinating about this is that Arizona has been able to bring in – that Arizona has been able to go at a team that they would have lost last year and they would have lost to in a big way. I don't think there's any doubt about that. They would have lost by 50 points and probably wouldn't it wouldn't have been pretty. But I think what's also fascinating though is that Arizona then was able to make plays when they needed to uh, when they needed to make plays. And you haven't seen that in uh, 
you haven't seen that in the past. How many times, even when Arizona was quote unquote good under Rich Rod, were you kind of like, eh, all right, well, you know what? I'm not really sure that we're going to be able to make plays at the end, or this team is just going to uh, beat us down and just run the ball right at us, milk the clock away. That's what I think a lot of Arizona fans were kind of predestined to thinking right there. And it didn't happen, though. And I think that's what's exciting about this. It didn't happen. Now, there's so many uh, there's so many stuff um, that you look at and you're like, all right, well, you know, could we have uh, could Arizona have done this better? Could Arizona have done that better? The only thing that I would like to that I that I don't want to see anymore is no more. Uh, and I love the kid. I love his family. They're fantastic people. He's a great guy. But no more Jamari Joyner in the Wildcat. I can't. I when Jamari Joyner comes in there and he goes into the Wildcat, you know exactly what's going to happen. And quite frankly, it's uh, it's it's not going to work. He's in there for one reason and one reason only. If he's going to play, put him at receiver. That's kind of where I'm at right now when it comes to Jamari Joyner. Um, now, it's a little bit difficult because you've obviously got some really talented receivers out there as well, but that's where I'm at. If you're going to play Jamari, play him at that, that position. Don't do the Wildcat stuff. But other than that, everything was great. Uh, Jaden Delora, again, he's going to make some questionable throws. He's going to make some, you know, some decisions that you're probably not, you know, you're not going to be thrilled about. I get that. But Jaden Delora is absolutely going to keep you in every game, and you got a chance to win any game when you got Jaden Delora in there, and he's shown that. With uh, I think with Delora though, what also is interesting is that they've made they decided to or that you know what Jaden go off and run, and Delora running right now is a big thing. Delora running is a big deal because you know again it's not like he's Michael Vick out there. But when he's able to extend a play, when he's able to take 15 yards, when he's able to score a touchdown right there, that's what you're looking at. That's what you want to be able to see, and I think that's what's exciting about that. Then, you know, you look at all the newcomers that are playing. There are so many newcomers, and I think that's what's exciting about so much of this is that this is a this is a team that right now um, they've hit on so many different guys and you know, when you bring in a recruiting class, a lot of times you're thinking to yourself um, that, okay, well, uh, bring in a recruiting class and, you know, um, let's just try to hit on like 30 or 40% of them and we can get some instant contributors. Jed Fish has brought in a recruiting class where not only are you going to hit on a high percentage of these kids, a lot of these guys are instant contributors. We've talked a ton about Jaden DeLauro. We've talked about T-Mac. We talked about Cowing. We talked about all those guys, and rightfully so, Tanner McLaughlin. Um, But look at a guy like Jonah Coleman. Jonah Coleman was criminally underrated when it came to this. Uh, Jonah Coleman was a player that should have been more highly rated than he is right now. Um, but you know what? He's not. And Arizona was absolutely, ex- or Arizona should be absolutely ecstatic to have him because he's that kind of bowling ball running back that you love to see when he gets the ball, when he gets the ball into traffic and it's going to be tough to take him down. And he's got a little bit more wiggle than I think a lot of people give him credit for. A lot of people watch, uh, you know, a guy like that and they're like, all right, but you know, um, so is he just kind of a straight line ahead guy? And no, there's more to it that he can do. He can make you miss. He can run you over. Um, again, he was a three-star kid, probably should have been a four-star running back. But, you know, 
who who are we to complain? We're just glad that uh, Jonah Coleman is there. The offensive line performed better against North Dakota State. Now, North Dakota State doesn't have the athletes that um, you know the Mississippi State did on the line. But I'll tell you one thing though: they were huge. When you looked at North Dakota State, you're like, because I was able to you know stand as they were coming out of the locker room, and they were absolutely huge. They were a team that um, they were a team that uh, came through here, and you're like, oh gosh, you are going to be really big, and this is going to be something that's going to be very difficult to uh, to be able to take. Um, but you know what? That didn't really happen. Uh, Arizona was able to, uh, you know, Arizona was able to keep them off the edges enough, and. Again, that's going to be something that they're going to have to continue to work on, but it was a much better performance, I thought, than what we had seen previously. So there's certainly that right there. Then on the defensive side of the ball, North Dakota State was able to basically do whatever they wanted when it came to running the ball. Um, But Arizona was able to make plays with when it really did matter. And I think that's what's so, you know, that's what's so unique. There's been so many times throughout the years where Arizona just hasn't been able to make the play. And I think a lot of that is just the confidence that so many of these players have with Jed Fish, with, uh, you know, just the atmosphere, the overall atmosphere that wish we're going to get to in a minute. But it's just different out there. You watch it and you, you can just tell that it's totally different. And that's what's exciting about all of this. Now, talking about Jed Fish. We need to give Jed Fish a ton of credit here because, again, I was the I was one of the guys that when Jed Fish was hired, I thought it was a bizarre hire. It made absolutely no sense to me. I was thinking to myself, uh, you know, huh? I mean, this is a guy who's been basically a journeyman. Granted, he's got a lot of friends, but you know what? A lot of people have a lot of friends. With Jed Fish, though, he was also able to hop in there, though, and immediately say, all right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going, nobody will out recruit me. And so far that has certainly turned out to be true. He also said, nobody will, uh, you know, nobody's going to outwork us. We're going to engage the fan base and all of that's come true. How many times have we had coaches that have come in here and then just said to themselves or said, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And they don't do any of that, or they do it for like a month and then they give up. There hasn't been any of that with Jed Fish. Jed Fish has come in, and Jed Fish, everything he said has turned out to be true. And you're starting to see the wins coming. Um, you're starting to see the wins coming, and that's what I think is really impressive about all of this is that you can see already the template that has been raised right here. And as far as recruiting goes, you've also seen a guy that has a real knack for seeing and evaluating talent. There's been guys who, again, uh, uh, a T Mac is a five-star wide receiver. Totally get it. He's, I mean, you know, it didn't take a great eval to be able to find out that T Mac can play. But you look at a, you look at a Tanner McLaughlin or a Dorian Singer. Now, granted, um, Singer came in with uh, Singer came in with different expect, uh, different a different coaching staff. But uh, Jed Fish, I think quickly realized what he had in Dorian Singer, and that's why he locked him in right here. Um, I do think that um, – I do think when it comes to uh, uh, Coach Fish, though, he understands it in a way that a lot of people just don't understand it. And when he was hired, he's, you know, you could tell that he wanted this job. Jed Fish has been in football pretty much his entire life. He wanted to be here. 
Um, what he's been able to do, though, has been nothing short of spectacular. And he's doing it again. Like I said in there, um, he's doing it the right way. And by the right way, I mean he is recruiting at a at a level that um, we haven't really seen around here for sure. But he's also – you talk to any U of A football alum, um, these were people that were not exactly ecstatic with uh, how Kevin Sumlin was during, you know, Rich Rod, things like that. But right now, you talk with any U of A football alum, they feel engaged. They feel like that, uh, you know, that um, – that their opinion matters. And that's something that Arizona, Arizona football, quite frankly, hadn't done in the past. And I think that um, we have something that, that we can't really take for granted right now. And that's, what's exciting about this is that we've seen a lot of guys who um, we've seen a lot of guys who, you know, talk the game, um, but they aren't really, you know, they're, they're just putting it. Kevin Sumlin would always say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And he did absolutely none of that. Jed Fish has come through and done that. And defensively, then, his coaching staff, his coaching staff is dynamic. Yes, Jed Fish calls the plays. But you look at it. Brennan Carroll is a guy that I think these guys love. You look at uh, Coach um, Kevin Cummings. You look at a, a, you know, a Coach Walker. You look at a Coach Graham. These are guys that uh, the coaching or these are are, uh, coaches that the players will run through a brick wall for. And Johnny Nansen's another one right there. Johnny Nansen came in here. He hadn't been a DC before calling plays. And you lose Don Brown, who had lots and lots of experience. And Johnny Nansen comes in. And if anything, they're better. Now, listen, I give Don Brown a world of credit because. And my guy Kobe Thiel um, was putting or put on social media. He said, "You know, um, Don Brown turned us from being, you know, terrible to mediocre." And I totally agree with that. And that's a big move because I think mediocre has somewhat of a negative connotation, but it basically means average. And you know, after years of being worst in the conference or eleventh in the conference, Arizona was average last year. I thought, and that's a big, you know, that's a big step up. Now this year. You're starting to force some turnovers. Last year, you didn't really force many turnovers. This year, you're forcing some turnovers. And that's a big deal. That's a big thing because, again, um, Arizona, while very good, while getting better, is not at the point right now where they can just basically rest on their laurels and just play traditional football in that regard. You got to be able to force some turnovers, and they've been able to force those turnovers. And I think you're going to continue to see more of that. All right, we're going to take a quick break here, but first I wanted to tell you about Upside. Now, from the uh, uh, tired of looking at the pump and, you know, get these eye-popping checks at your favorite restaurant, inflation is hitting all of us right now. Um, Here's the deal with Upside. Download the free Upside app and use promo code LOCKEDON to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's $5 or more on your first purchase of $10 or more using promo code LOCKED. Okay. Now, um, basically, here's what you got to do. You got to, to get started, download the free Upside app. Use, again, promo code LOCKED and get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of 10 more or 10 or more. It's an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out. With every purchase, you're earning money thanks to Upside. It's here to help you, and Upside users are earning more 
than a million dollars every week. That's probably why they have a 4.8 star rating on the App Store. That stuff isn't made up. Check it out. Upside, we'll be right back with you. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now we're going to talk a little bit about the defensive side of the ball right here and what we've seen and what it means going forward. One thing Arizona is going to be susceptible against is power running teams. I watch, look at the Arizona schedule, and I think eh, North or uh, excuse me, Utah is going to be a tough game. There is absolutely no doubt about that. Utah is going to be a very tough game because Utah is essentially North Dakota State, only much better at what they do. You know, I'm not breaking any, I'm not really breaking any news right there. That's just kind of what they do, and they've been very successful at it. As long as Kyle, uh, excuse me, as long as Kyle Quinn is there, you're, uh, they're going to be good. Um, and or excuse Kyle Quinn, excuse me, uh, uh, Kyle Whittingham. Um, but what's also exciting though about this entire uh, thing though is that Arizona right now is in the position though where. Yes, you're going to give up running yards, but at the same time, you have enough dynamic personalities to be able to make this uh, to be able to make this better. And you got to give a lot of kudos to Johnny Nansen. You got to give a lot of kudos though to the coaching staff. Hunter Eccles, another guy that Arizona brought in that not a lot of people knew what to expect. Yes, he went to USC, but at the same time, he didn't really do much there. Hunter Eccles has come in. Not only has he been a monster off the edge, he looks like a guy that's going to be an absolute problem. And he could be, he looks like he's going to be an NFL draft pick. He's been very good. The quick twitch muscles have been fantastic. Um, but another guy that Jed Fish has just understood as far as bringing around this recruiting class, bringing around this uh, level of competition to get where it needs to get. Now, I think what's also interesting though is. The uh, Arizona, and my guy Lamont Lovett made this point, Arizona is going to uh, probably fare a little bit better uh, against the rest of the conference, and we'll talk about that why in just a second. We'll be right back with you. All right. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. Arizona right now, as we talked about, is probably going to have more problems with uh, players running the ball right at them or teams running the ball right at them. But if you look around the conference, there are a lot of passing attacks in play right here, whether that's USC, UCLA. I think USC is going to be a very tough matchup for Arizona. But um, you look in the north, you look at Oregon, you look at Washington, you look at uh, Wazoo. These are all passing attacks or uh, heavy passing attacks. Arizona with their DBs, I think, is going to be better with that. You've also got a, uh, you've got a defensive line that's able to get after the passer a little bit. And so I think Arizona is going to match up well in the conference. And I look for Arizona to win quite a few games, to be honest with you. But uh, honestly, though, two and one out of conference. If you're Arizona, you should be absolutely ecstatic about this. Vegas only gave you over under of three wins. We told you before the season that to take the over. And I thought it was more of a five or a six win team. But uh, this thing isn't stopping anytime soon. Next year is going to be even better. But again, tip of the cap to Jed Fish right here. Tip of the cap to the entire uh, program that hired him because, you know, it was an unorthodox hire for sure. Now, we're going to be back with you tomorrow. We're going to start getting you ready a little bit for California. Talk about the rest of the Arizona schedule because there is a lot to get to here. But as always... Thank you, everybody out there, for making this one happen. This is where, uh, you know, we're in the meat of the season right now. we got hoops coming up as well. 
But as always, Locked On Wildcats is the place to keep it. Be, uh, to, uh, keep it. We're going to be here every single day. Come back with us, and thanks for listening to Locked On Wildcats.